0: Carter, Hi. I'm Eloi and I'm Erin, and if you don't know three black bitches who love true crime, you do now. This is the I Ain't A Killer podcast. Hi. Oh, I? Okay, boom. I didn't the we're back. We're back from a week of laying in the sun and drinking. drinking. Mm-hmm. and burnt like, hey, Instead sun got some bitch. Every single one of us is peeling. Exactly. I got sun exfoliation. I promise y'all we're black. That's our whole thing. Black-led podcast, black Led podcast. Black people peel too. Yeah, Especially that fly. Costa Rican sun. I was like, I ain't never felt anything like this. I do one of on my said. This shit was leaning on this. <laughs> Right behind the okay, hotel. <laughs> this shit wasn't far away. It was like, I'm sneaking up on bitches now. <laughs> oh my god. We were near the equator as we sat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, we had a moment. I was like, I don't know, is it y'all? <laughs> or is, it, <laughs> is the sun closer? <laughs> i was like, well, friend, we-, <laughs> we are by the equator. And I was like, you know what? You might be on this one cause I was hurt, my hairline looking splashy. <laughs> it was bad out here so I'm <laughs> glad y'all can <didn't> see me <laughs> right, thank god this ain't a vlog <laughs> right, a uh, YouTube channel and if we do, we'll start it after this, after I get through pain, right, like, mm-hmm. I need a couple weeks, but anyway so we also realized the whole time we were gone, the world was acting the fuck up <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. um, we saved a whole bunch of hairlines, but we um, we just picked three to go over with y'all You know, to get back into what's current in crime. What's going on? Um, So this first article is from Washington, Washingtonian magazine. Um, It's called this 800 K house in Fairfax will go quickly, but it comes with a person in the basement. Wait. <laughs> did you send this to us? <laughs> I, was say, I don't remember. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It. it was in another group chat. Okay. I'm, like, I'm using this on the podcast. Oh. This five-bedroom house in Fairfax has a great location and a tempting price, especially for someone with a healthy budget for a Reno, uh, Reno. I guess like renovation. It's listed for only eight hundred thousand in an area where many sales top one million. One million mark. The owners want only cash offers, and the home, which needs some work, is sold as is. That's not uncommon in the still-hot Washington market. But there is one major quirk per the listing. Home will convey a person living in lower level with lease in place. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the lower level the listing says so yeah it was a misleading headline but yeah that's oh, I don't care <laughs> thing. It was like y'all need to change that regardless that's no I First was like of all, oh this is a great headline this I guys. don't feel like I could ever if I ever got to, an opportunity to purchase an $800,000 home and then also have to renovate it and then also there's a stranger living under me yeah, yeah. Well, bye uh, I feel like it's, it's a, a true story <laughs> when, it true. is 100% <laughs> Yeah, it's given um, what's his name? Danny, the living wall. <laughs> Danny LaPlante. Yes, I've watched Wals- he come yes. up so much. Yes, yeah, it's multiple times. <laughs> I don't know. He's, there's some, a lot of copycats out there uh, who want the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> but yeah, there's mm-hmm. a other. There's a couple of other ones that aren't as um, misleading, and they're very straightforward. Uh, so this one is driver accused of killing two cyclists says IBS caused her to uncontrollably defecate and swerve the car. Um, this is actually kind of sounds so. This is sounds very sad. But it's then, sad because people died, but girl. girl, But girl, like what? That's oh, I'm trying not to laugh. Yeah, no. <laughs> so a Utah woman is facing charges after allegedly crashing her car into two cyclists and then driving away from the scene. Both cyclists later died. Damn. The suspect, Julianne Budge, uh, blamed the crash on her irritable bowel syndrome. The victims, two brothers from California participating in a local bike race, were riding along a road in Washington City in the southwest of the state. That's when Budge told police that she began to uncontrollably defecate in her car, which <laughs> suddenly someone started sort of hit the fridge. I'm not sure Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> Budge told responding officers that she had various medical issues and that she did not see the two men. She also said she couldn't get her car to stop. After the crash, until it stopped several hundred yards away from the crash site, the two men whose names have not been released were transported to a local hospital where they both died from their injuries. Uh, she failed a series of uh, field sobriety tests, which is most likely did yeah. right, girl. Um, and told officers that she had been taking Fentanyl from an IV drip since being admitted to the hospital the day before um budge was uh, booked into washington county jail where she remains in custody so i mean and, oh she has two counts of dui and criminal negligence and then of course two counts of leaving the scene of an accident involving death reckless driving and improper lane travel so yeah like, you're blaming the ibs but it was because you were drunk exactly right i mean anytime the cops pull up after an accident you'd be like i'm sorry officer i was just shitting my brains out like Clearly your own something. Exactly. <laughs> like, the thing is, huh? like, I don't know if this is TMI, but I feel like, you know, our listeners want to know us more. I've been in a situation in the car where I really had to go to. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, it really could have been a, a bad situation. <laughs> I almost shot myself like, in the public so once. I mean, we, yeah. we were just talking about it. it. You know, we love Costa Rica, but for some reason the food wasn't agreeing with a lot of us. So I, I understand. <laughs> but I would rather shit in my car and just have shit on the seat then hit two people riding a bike and then continue to drive down the street. And like, it doesn't know, add up. A- that means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron don't play about gross situations <laughs> at all. I'm a clean freak, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't hit two people and drive down the street even if I had shit all over me. I would stop the car. I'm... If I'm shit in that bed, I'm gonna just pull over and shit on the, yeah, top of the that's road. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah and then kill. but we all know that's a lie. So yeah, yeah, true. But I don't know. So now you're just telling your business for no reason. Exactly. Like you could have kept that to yourself. Yeah, not to something like, you on me and all like, right? Huh? You know you should not be driving. That's that hard shit, girl. You should be sweet. That's. You should still be at the hospital. Why they let you leave? Oh, oh my girl. god, it's so it's too many questions. Oh lord. Mm. Anyway, so this last one—I'm sorry, this shit is funny as fuck. I don't even put like, <laughs> it because the headline killed me. So it, me. it says, um, "Man beats roommate with a wooden stick after argument over what mosquitoes look like." <laughs> and my thing is, like, when I first heard it, it was like, like he was trying to describe like what their faces look like. Like, yeah, you know, they have the thick eyebrows. The look, you know what I mean? Like, what was, the long noses, is long the neighborhood thats the fucking sound. <laughs> I don't understand how it could have ever gotten that far. But also, that's what arguments be like. It always be over something extremely petty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. A Texas man is facing of <laughs> assault charges after allegedly beating his roommate over an argument about mosquitoes. Victor Shavers, 43, admits he hit the man he shares a bedroom with when they began arguing. Oh, wait, wait. Pull over. Pull <laughs> 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 and, and they were you know, it's hard times. Okay. You know, hard okay. To be the, <laughs> I'm just fucking right. with you I'm just saying, maybe it was a lovers quarrel. Yeah, that's the like thing. And maybe, and maybe that's why the other week, didn't run right? It. right. <laughs> and mosquitoes look. Like- <laughs> 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 the Reuben says the attack began when the verbal argument escalated and Shavers grabbed a wooden stick. He said Shavers beat him in the head with it before he was able to get a metal baseball bat to oh. defend himself. Oh. The man used that bat to hit Shavers in the head several times. Both men were treated for their injuries at the hospital. The roommate required several multiple stitches on his face. Police then arrested Shavers on an outstanding warrant and also charged him with assault. The judge ordered him to be held on a $28,000 bond Tuesday. Wow. Damn. Yeah, and this was April. This was printed April 9th, so I think this was... This actually happened a couple days before we did, um, but still. So, oh, wow. they had a wooden stick and a metal baseball bag just at their exposed. The I mean, it could have been like protection. I don't know what kind of situation. Maybe if it was a boarding house and they were sharing, oh, to, like okay, keep yeah. people from running up in their spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. I'm but. just trying to picture. And then they got the nerve to have a picture of mosquitoes on here. <laughs> What do I mean, they look I'm like? I want to from the conversation. Like, I want to hear what the argument sounded like. Yes, exactly. Like, okay, so they're arguing about the wings, the legs, the face, <laughs> the thighs. Did they see a bug and one was like, "That's a mosquito," and the one's like, Ooh. "No, it's not." Maybe it was one of those female mosquitoes because you know they'd be big as fuck and yeah. they don't look like mosquitoes. They look like something yeah. Or maybe escalate. Maybe it got to the point where they argued about mosquitoes because, like, okay, let's just say they are like lovers or whatever. And then he like saw a hickey on his neck. He's like, No, that's a mosquito bite oh, oh, Okay, um, so that mosquito look like Trayvon <laughs> <laughs> He's like, No, you know show me what a mosquito look like. He's like, Yeah, you know the little the little And then he just like he described like a roach or something okay. and then boom, argument. It's that nigga from around the way. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. But, yeah, that's uh, what's current in crime. Mm-hmm. Y'all showing y'all ass out here while we was on vacation. So, <laughs> while we were showing ours in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> right, showing, us, showing us by the pool. <laughs> walking outside on the patio naked. And that, was that was fun. That was good stuff. Oh, my God. Speaking of them patios. So on the last day, so I've been having abdominal cramps, and I was having abdominal cramps before we left. So um, the person that I brought with me to Costa Rica was putting a little, like, heated heated towel on me, like, on my abdomen. But I was laid out in the chair that's like, by the glass door. Mm -hmm. So he looks up, and he's like... (gasps) What what? And I'm like, what? 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 Like why are you looking out the window with your eyes all big I don't like, see her? He said there's a little white boy looking in the window. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I just looked up and he just stared back at me so i was like all right man, whatever so like he goes to like read the towel, whatever and i kind of stood up a little bit and lean and look out the window that the little nigga still out there just looking <laughs> in the window i'm like i got my shorts all down my thighs and stuff like first of all we could have been doing anything this is why i told him i was put us on the ground floor this is why i asked for a, a, a high up room yeah. because it's a kid-friendly resort that we went to and i just know how i am going to be naked. like yeah. that's just what i do that is hilarious. Yeah, he was oh staring all God. and like little hand over his brow. Are you for real? Like, yes. Oh my God. Like looking into, like trying oh to see God. what was going on. Stacy, if you don't come get your child, Exactly. <laughs> He was like seven or eight. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck was, I was to There were a lot of kids around there just, no, just free, listen. running around. I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm glad in the jungle. Great. I'm so glad we left when we did because when we first yes. got there, it was a, just a little quiet. It was like it was some kids out there, but then mm. like the last couple, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the weekend or whatever it was. they was like, oh, we're flying out tonight. I think it was coming up on spring break. Yeah, and Easter. All break. the kids. Maybe, yeah, maybe because like Friday night, Saturday morning, like. Alright y'all, we'll be right back after we pay some bills. Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt cunt, cunt. The big ct couch. It's like a daycare center. I mm-hmm. was like, oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an infestation! What's going on? <laughs> I don't like walking around on my toes. Oh no, I do I was like, y'all definitely not going to have fun with fun, mm-hmm. but you was like, yeah, y'all got it. This, yeah. this, this y'all's going right. <laughs> Bring the slide to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, i definitely got to go if y'all, if I get the chance. Yes, it was very cute. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. I'm ready. I'm excited. Be back. Well, I don't know if excitement's the right feeling to have for this story, but I'm uh, anxious with anticipation to hear your boogeyman story. <laughs> yeah, boogeyman's a good, a good uh, nickname for the type of person that this person is. So I'm going to start with the trigger warnings because this is a pretty grody one. Um, trigger warnings for abuse of a corpse, body de- decomposition, and necrophilia. Mm. So yeah, mm. pretty gross. Pretty, pretty, pretty gross. Not am not me on video. Let feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our story starts with a man named Carl Tanzler, a.k.a. Count Carl von Kozel. Mm-hmm. He was born February eight. 1877 which makes him an Aquarius an old as shit <laughs> well you <he> did <laughs> like, Good. I don't care math, but 300 years old baby. he's <laughs> not a vampire <laughs> sounds like a cow. Uh, <laughs> Please. <laughs> he's a Transylvanian um well no uh, he was born in 1877 but he is not still alive just so everybody knows um He was born in Germany, which explains his name, Okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) with the original spelling of his name being Carl with a K, which would later be changed to Carl with a C. Um, Also, later in life, Carl would go on to write an autobiographical piece for a magazine, and in it he wrote about his childhood, his time in Australia, and what he got up to that led him to be in the subject of today's podcast episode, so... Some of this is corroborated by his own stories, but like he is not the most reliable narrator, <laughs> as we'll see by like his quirkiness—if we want to call it that—it's a very mild term for what he ends up getting up to. Um, so, in regards to his childhood, he often told the story that as a kid he was haunted by his relative Countess von Kosal. Countess von. <laughs> oh. <ooh. laughs> Please, why did I put that together? <laughs> But supposedly, like, she would, like, hang out with him regularly for, like, years when he was a kid. So she would, like, knock things over in rooms and, like, tell him stories and, like, visit him in his dreams and stuff like that. And she would send him visions as well. So uh, one of the visions that she sent him was she showed him the face of a young woman that would be the love of his life. So it was a young woman who was super beautiful and had just dark hair. And that's how he described it. So that stuck with him. And as a young person, he attended medical school. Um, I think he studied like X-ray tech, X-ray radiation stuff like that. And then he traveled a little bit, and he settled down in Aust- Australia for a little while, um, just before World War World War One. But actually, I think it's Austria. Maybe I missed. Mm. I think it might be Austria. That makes yeah. a little more sense yes. from, like Germany. Yes. Yeah. The culture jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he was in Austria just before World War I popped off. And then, as a result of him being German, he ended up in an internment camp for a while during mm-hmm. the war. Once the war was over, anyone who was a prisoner wasn't allowed to stay in the country, so he was deported to Holland. Um, he wasn't feeling Holland or just Europe in general after the war. He just felt like there wasn't a lot of opportunity left there, which I mean, makes perfect sense to me. So he decided to try out the U S and he already had a sister who lived in Florida. Um, so in 1926, he moved with his wife and his two daughters to Zypher Hills. It's spelled Z E P H Y R H I L L S. So I've been pronouncing it Zypher Hills. Hmm. I'm sure someone from Florida will let us know. You know they make water? Like water bottles? Have you ever seen them? No. The water tastes terrible. Is it (laughs) like their part? It's like Florida water. Like, do you know it's... Like, it tastes like the ocean. Oh. Oh. Sorry if anybody's from there, but your water is ass. Florida is... Nothing to everything. All the time. Um... So when he immigrated to the U.S. is when the spelling of his name officially changed. Um, When he submitted his documents for his U.S. citizenship, he submitted his name as Carl Tanzler von Kosel with a C. C on the Carl and the Kosel. And in 1927, he decided he didn't want to be a husband and a uh, father anymore. So he dipped out on his kids and moved to Key West and became an x-ray tech in a hospital called Marine Hospital. So three years later, while he's working as an x-ray tech, he meets Elena De Hoyas. Elena De Hoyas, which I hate stories like this where you can't find a whole lot about the person that was a victim, Mm -hmm. especially when they're like... um, Color or, like, you know, whatever the case may be. So she's Cuban. She was young. They said she was either 20 or 21. Um, And she was visiting because she had been sick. So she was getting an X ray and was diagnosed with fast acting tuberculosis. So this was 19, what did I say, 27. So fast acting TB was basically a death sentence at that point in time. But Carl was like, oh, this is the the girl. This is the girl from my visions that my relative said was going to be the love of my life. Meanwhile, Again, it is 1927, so he's like in his late 50s, maybe 60 years old at this point. Oh, gross. Yeah, very. Um, But since she was super sick and she like was living with her family and he was like enamored with her, he was giving her free radiation treatments. He was like coming up with these elixirs and concoctions and like coming to her family's house to like treat her because he was quote unquote in love with her. Um, He was convinced that he could save her and so he like poured like everything into trying to do that. Um, she was obviously really sick and frail because of her TB, but her family was like desperate for her to be saved, so they were like, you know, this guy's kind of weird, but we're gonna let him do what he's trying yeah. to do because we're convinced that this is her only child. <clears throat> so, later accounts differ as to whether or not Elena was reciprocating of Carl's feelings. Elena's family said that she wasn't, while Carl of course was like, nah, she'll let me back. Because mm-hmm. what else would he say? Um, he also came up with a homemade piece of medical equipment that charged her oxygen electrons with electrodes. What I don't know. He mean? was very much giving me mad scientist vibes. Um, yes because that makes no sense. No. But in my mind I'm like, is it, is it are you just giving her shock therapy? And like do. hoping she gets better. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a scientist by no type of measurement, but, like, it, it don't make sense. It was also, Unless like, 20s the, in the, the 20s, so maybe they really did think that, like, shock therapy worked. They thought it worked for everything. That and a lobotomy. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank yes, goodness we were not we born back. It, it, it is, is very R. creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we all would have been lobotomized. You no know I'm saying? Expected. i wonder in like, 100 years what things we do now. They're going to be like, whoa. You know that's <laughs> so we <go> funny? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we were in Costa Rica. I was talking to my friend, and, um... We were talking about like how they used to put cocaine in Coke, yeah, and how they used to treat like colds with heroin and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, in 300 years going to be like, they used to treat ADHD with meth It's <laughs> true It's oh true My, yeah, my yeah. boyfriend is ADHD and he'll, he's like, I just took my meth i like, are saying <laughs> like that But it's the truth And one they're going to be like, we cannot believe y'all did that Like, what? Or y'all cancel with radiation and chemo so right. like, it's like, Y'all killed all the cells to all get rid of the, cancer Like, there's got to <laughs> be another way. <laughs> there's got to It's and, like, no cells <laughs> It's better than having the bad ones Oh my god <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you know, maybe it really did seem legitimate to him. Um, you yeah, know, maybe the, it made sense to the family too because they let him come over and do it. Um, and while he was like treating her for her tuberculosis, he was like bringing her gifts, like, he brought her jewelry. Fruit, perfume, candies, all the things. I guess you brought to bitches in the 20s and 30s. Um, But she was still apparently like, no, because they did not get married. And uh, she died Mm -hmm. on October 25th of 1931. She was 22 years old. Yeah, it's sad. It's so sad, especially now that we just have like a vaccine for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Damn. Um, So Paul convinced Elena's family to allow him to pay for a large mausoleum for her to be buried in Key West City Cemetery and he was the only one with the key to it, which <laughs> off the job I would be like, no. My <laughs> family doesn't one? get a key, but you do? <clears throat> yeah. He was the only one with the key. He's about to do something. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I'm ready. He paid for the month's and for two years, he visited her, like, literally every day. The accounts of, like, what he did at the grave site were different, but what was consistent was that he would leave, like, really nice and expensive gifts there. Um, He would, like, sing songs. Some accounts say that, like, her spirit would visit him when he went to the grave. I don't know how true that is, because if she wasn't fucking with him, she was alive. Yeah, she was probably going to her family. Yeah, True. Unless but, she was saying, like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? Back off. Which account say that for him? It's just like, oh, yeah, she loved me. She just didn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He he seemed to have believed a lot of very wild things. Um, one account even said that he had a telephone line installed in the mausoleum so he could speak directly to her. Um, yeah. You lost me. <laughs> right. <laughs> they also said that he used the key to go in and out of the mausoleum to, like, visit her or whatever. But, um... At some point, out of, I don't know if it was curiosity or if he was just trying to check up on her or whatever, but he, like, peeked inside of Elena's casket to see how she was doing, and he... (laughs) You can just open caskets like that? Well, I guess her casket was in the mausoleum, and I don't know exactly how the mausoleum looked. I saw a picture of it, but it looked like just, like, a little stone house, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see the insides. I don't know if it had, like, the drawers in it, because I've seen, like, those kind of mausoleums. Or if, like, her casket was just, like, up on a pedestal, but, like, it was sealed or something. Right. But either way, he got into it. <laughs> and he was horrified to see how her body was decomposing, which I don't know what he expects to see. Aren't you a, scientist? a right. scientist? You should know all of this. <laughs> he was a right. like medical school. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so he attempted to slow down the decaying of her body with embalming fluid. But he, <laughs> when that didn't work, he was like, you know what? I'm going to take her home. What? I think I no. out sound. You're lying. Oh, no. Yo, faces, I, I wish I could see. <laughs> no, I thought he was gonna do like some freaky shit. Like, no, like not even trying to make a joke. Like, I thought he was gonna do some weird nigga shit, but like, this is weirdest. This is weird. Is <laughs> weird, this is other weird nigga shit. Wait, kind of Take way. her home. What did <laughs> you think was gonna happen? <laughs> She's just gonna up and just get. She gonna put on some makeup. Like, it's giving like that. What's that Black Mirror episode where the they can get like their loved one that died made into exactly a living about, like a robot or whatever? Mm-hmm. He uh, would have loved that shit. Yeah, it's true. Um Yeah, so he, he took her home Um and he co- commenced trying to like get her back right. So. <laughs> He started, it's not funny. I'm sorry. It's just so ridiculous that I can't not laugh. Doesn't she like smell that? It's much? been two years, dog. <laughs> she was in there for two years. So he replaced her rotten flesh with oiled silk. <laughs> that dipped in plaster of Paris, which is just like a different kind of, a special kind of He paper <laughs> Oh my god. Her skin. I'm yeah. mad you're Yes, yes. I'm That's what he did with silk. He also used beeswax and um, balsam or balm for, like, her face. And he, like, you know, tried to make her look the way she was supposed to look. Um, He also gave her glass eyeballs. And he wanted her body to maintain its original shape, so he stuffed rags inside of her. And he also used hangers and wires for, like, her, I guess, like, her joints so that she could, like, Make her that is so scary. Yeah. I'm having chills <laughs> just thinking about that. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, it it, it gets worse. Um, Ow. I'll you, you'll know when oh. it does. <laughs> Hi, kitty, <laughs> is that kitty? Yeah, <laughs> um, he also used perfumes to hide the odors and then he would like put nice dresses on her and stuff like that. He had a nice mahogany com- canopy bed that he kept her in. And it was their marital bed. So, like, he shared that bed with her, her body. Okay, perfumes do not cover a lot of things. Exactly. Perfumes um, don't even cover shit. Right. So, they damn sure not gonna cover that. They don't even cover body odor. (laughs) Yeah. It'll just make it smell worse. It just smells like body odor in the perfume. Right. Perfume and must. They did. One of the sources that I looked at said that necrophiliacs and people that, like, are, I guess, okay with decaying and dead bodies don't mind the smell. Like, they get used to it, and they even, like, enjoy it, I guess. That part really grossed me out. I was like, yeah, nah. But he was okay enough with it to sleep beside her every night for as long as this went on, which you will find out was a wild time. Um, For some reason, Carl surely believes in the possibility of reanimating Elena. So... One account said he would treat her body with ultraviolet light and played with the idea of flying her remains into the stratosphere so that she can be brought back to life. Because he thought the, the the radiation of the stratosphere would somehow like bring her back. But radiation couldn't even save her from You know, the science. logic escapes me as well. I don't know how he got from point A to point B with that one. Oh, but the yeah. stratosphere? The stratosphere. How was he going to get her up there? How did I believe he was going to fly her up there. I don't know. Did that. they land on the moon yet? Ooh, no, I this was in the sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I was mean, like, after all, they gonna get up there. <laughs> How gonna get a up there. <laughs> didn't, didn't the Wright brothers do some, just on oh, just the planes yeah. that they talked? Yeah. They flew off the sand dunes for the first time around. Th- is that the stratosphere? What is the stratosphere? Is it's it one of the layers of that before atmosphere? the atmosphere. Is it after the clouds? I don't I know. No we was it's just high enough for radiation <laughs> to be up there. <laughs> and you know. I don't know. <laughs> so that so was interesting. Just one of his plans. He, he was like playing around with the idea of it. Um, this went on for seven years. Oh, stop. No. Um, he kept her body for seven years. He would dress her up in dresses. Apparently, well, allegedly he would dance with her dead body and what's left (laughs) so this is the ongoing process over the seven years he would replace the oil, silk and the the plaster and the balm so like by the time they actually found her body it didn't even look human anymore like the pictures are so creepy like she looks like she looks like what a mannequin would look like in the 30s like it's very creepy we'll post some pictures on the instagram so did he I mean I guess I can wait. But I'm like, did he have a life outside of this? Like did he So apparently with he was still uh, a tech and this is how he ended up getting caught. There were rumors that started that um he had been buying like ladies' clothes and the in the city and perfumes and things like that. Some people had like seen him dancing with, with like a life size doll or maybe mm-hmm. a dead body or whatever. Okay. Um so like he still was around folks and Elena's sister hearing the rumors was like that sounds very fucking weird so let me pull up and see what's going on Yeah, and she like burst into his house saw the doll or not the doll saw the corpse and thought that it was like some kind of weird like monument to her sister but like she just I don't know I guess she was creeped out enough to go to the police and the police came and they took the corpse and they were like no this isn't just like an altar like this is your actual sister's dead body Yeah. So, they removed the corpse from the house, they arrested Carl, and then they did a second (laughs) autopsy. Through the autopsy, they were able to establish the timeline of Carl's grave robbing, which was two years after she died. They also, trigger warning, discovered that he had been having sex with the corpse. I knew it. Yes. I fucking knew it. I mean, a nigga that weird is definitely... Most definitely. When you said marital bed, I was like, yep. Yeah. He had even inserted a paper tube into her vagina to assist him in doing so. What? what? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what What's really fucked fuck? up is they chose not to share that information until, for whatever reason, after he died. So, the, why were like, they saving this man? They didn't share it with the family? It gets worse. Oh, my gosh. You've just said it like twice now. <laughs> it has not gotten worse. Okay. <laughs> um. So, after Elena's body was removed from Carl's possession and he was arrested, for some fucked up reason, they put this woman's body on display in the funeral parlor. What? Over, uh, over like 6,500, almost 7,000 people came and visited the body. Including, but not limited to tourists, journalists, and children on field trips with teachers. Wait, who put the body up? Like, the county. Or the city of Key West. Was the family not, like... I could not find a lot of information about, like, the family and, like, why they weren't able to do more in regards to everything that was going on. Because that is so it makes horrible. zero sense to me that this happened. Like, none whatsoever. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, even after her body was recovered, she still wasn't able to rest. Um some people in the city even requested Elena be placed in a sealed glass container so she could remain on display permanently because people are fucking weird why would y'all want to see that that's evidence see people are fucking weird <laughs> that's I can't even I mean it I, I guess this is the same society that used to bring their kids to lynchings and shit mm-hmm. so yeah. it makes sense but what's what I wonder what to to what degree was she a woman of color like this she looked fairly white to me but i don't know what race relations looked like between cubans of any color yeah. and white folks back then because i'm like uh because back then they were i don't think they were considered white so yeah i'm wondering like if that, was that a whole other it? factor that made them think that they could do that like oh look at this person or whatever and how uh this this kind of eighth wonder of the world kind of thing like, yeah that's so weird. It's really gross. It it gives like Ripley's, believe it or not, but like super dark and disgusting. Mm-hmm. I was just about it to gives, say like, like Sarah Bartman. Yeah, I feel that too. Uh, That's so fucking weird. I would never want to see that. Yeah. In me, my life. You know. I barely want to listen to what you're saying. Um but yeah, so while the circus plays out, Carl is put on trial. He was charged with malicious and wanton disfigurement of a burial vault, which is a very specific crime. So, he was charged with fucking with the burial vault. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, many people sympathize with Carl. (laughs) They saw him as a poor, broken-hearted man who committed a bizarre act of love. But she didn't even want to be with him. And she was so young when she died. They weren't even dating. I was about to say they didn't even date. They weren't even married. Like... (laughs) Even, But this is where the part about the people who performed the autopsy not letting everyone know the rest of that information plays into it, because since the jury didn't know that sperm had been found in Elena's corpse, they were... I mean, it's still absolutely fucking ridiculous. But they were like, "Oh, he just loved her so much; they just wanted to keep her body near." They didn't realize that he'd been like having sex with the corpse, yeah. and for whatever reason, it was never brought up. And so, somebody from the jury like asked in court, "Is it illegal to love too much?" Like that was the type of conversation they were having. But so even- this whole thing is being spun as, as like a love story. <laughs> People are fucking weird. Yes. Yes. yes they weren't they weren't talking dating together nope. nothing nope he was clearly obsessed with her when she was alive Yeah, and he was 30 40 years older than her y'all mm-hmm. are fucking weird <laughs> yep what was going on yeah so due to that sympathy that the jury had for him and the story and the statute of limitations for the crime that he was charged with he was acquitted statute of limitations my ass there should be no statute of limitations i don't what is the point of that? But it, my thing is, like, it was the ongoing desecration. Like, right. the person was fucking with the grave. Mm-hmm. But, like, what about the fact that he was fucking with her body for seven, for seven years, years? Up like, until, like, yesterday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and y'all had to have known that he was doing something with her corpse. He wasn't just dressing her up every day, feeding her breakfast. But <laughs> I, y'all know what niggas be up to. But I think this is one of those kinds of crimes where, like, because y'all know like how on beyond the blinds where they're talking about this things that happen to child stars and how people yeah. talk about the me too mo- movement openly but won't talk about what happens to children in hollywood mm-hmm. and it's because it's like it's such a deeply uncomfortable thing to even like fathom or consider mm-hmm. i feel like that may be part of like it's clearly obviously not an excuse but i feel like that may be part of what they their train of thought was because like i don't know that i would want to imagine that somebody's fucking a dead person like And how would I even, like, bring that up? Like, hey, guys, actually, like, let's consider this. Right. And then, like, force that to be the conversation that we have. Right. Even though justice for her would look like us doing that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um, And then because men just, if they have nothing else, they have the audacity. He went to court to try to get Atlanta's body back. You're fucking lying. No. <laughs> Please don't tell me he won. No. Oh, God. It wasn't that. Finally, finally something, something. something. The judge denied his request and even, like, yelled at him for being fucking disgusting. <laughs> finally, somebody got on his case. saying. <laughs> well, the judge should have just sentenced him by himself. Like, don't ask for it. a jury. Just sentence him by, by yeah. himself. Um, so, after he denied his request, Elena's remains were finally laid to rest in our mark- an unmarked grave so that she could be protected from Carl and all of his fucking grossness. And then he eventually died alone in 1952, so I think he was in his 70s, yeah. supposedly with his arms wrapped around a life-size wax replica of Elena. Okay. Who did this? <laughs> Who the fuck did this? Y'all when I came across the story, I was like, I have to, because this doesn't even sound real. Like... What? It would have been, it would have been weird, but why couldn't he just do the wax figuring from the beginning? Exactly. Yes, I thought the same thing. And there was another rumor that said that the, the quote unquote wax figure that they found was actually like the real body and he had had them switched out. But that's just a rumor. I believe it. I feel like if he had the, the capability to figure out where the grave was, then Yes. Same, but yeah, what the actual fuck? This man abandoned his wife and kids, became obsessed with a literal child, exactly stalked her and took advantage of her illness, and then held her literal corpse captive. And if she wasn't going to him for treatment, she probably would have actually lived it's possible we'll mm-hmm. never know the yeah. actual fuck yeah' trying so to sad. fling her body into the stratosphere oh she got like reincarnated and got another chance because that's not a good chance me too or yeah. her soul was somewhere having fun yeah something whatever she whatever she thinks happens after i hope it was a good time because, yeah and i hope she don't know shit about this yeah, exactly yeah that Ooh. was a lot well I, not I told y'all that. it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, it's not actually murder, but it's not oh. good either. I was wondering how it could have been that. Like, I was curious, and now I wish I wasn't curious. if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you're excited. I was like, ah, uh, no, don't, don't don't be excited for this one. Get a little too so. Wow. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. What that, was her name again? Elena. Elena De Hoyas. De Hoyas, Okay. She's probably so beautiful and lively. She was really pretty. I'm scared to look her up. I'm yeah, dead. I'm not gonna hold you, friend. Them pictures of her dead body are very creepy. Should I not look them up? You should, I mean, we're gonna have to post pictures on the Instagram, but it's quite unnerving. I was just like, how was this? How were you okay sleeping next to this every night? Ooh! Like, right. It's the first thing. Okay, here's one where she was alive, I'm assuming. Pretty. Yeah. Okay. This is another one. Uh oh. Yeah, she's like she child. Girl. Oh lord, okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked it on accident. Help. You <laughs> said like, Elena. Help <laughs> me. Elena. E L E N A. Yes. Oh my fucking god. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it, it looks like something from Saw or something. Yeah. Like. I just, again, I don't know how he was laying down next to that every night and, like, not... Ugh, I just... I have a lot of questions that I don't really want answered. And he died naturally? I think so. They didn't indicate that there was anything else. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't get some kind of infection from sleeping with a dead body. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, yeah. Right. This was the mausoleum. It is a nice mausoleum. It's beautiful. He must have had a good chunk of change saved up to be able, able to afford that. But for him to have the only key in the family who knew that, like... Yeah, I need more information on the family. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that they, you know, were fighting for her if the sister just pulled up. Yeah. But it seems like maybe they were held back from Not having... resources. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Access. And I mean, also, like, I don't really... Well, I guess I just have kind of a different relationship with death and like a religion than like some folks do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why you would need a key to a mausoleum at all. Like I'm I'm not going in there. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. regardless. Yeah. I guess maybe if someone wanted to do something really nice for a family member of mine and I couldn't afford it and they're like, I'm just gonna hang on to a key, I wouldn't really think much of it. But the amount of obsessed that he was with her before she died would make me uncomfortable with yeah. him having a key. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. He also looks like a weirdo. Nice. Yeah. Oh. It's get yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely getting. It's getting mad scientist. Even, yeah, I'm a yeah. scientist for sure. Got those circular glasses and <laughs> those pointy <of> ears. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's the story of um, Carl Tanzler. Wow. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, hope he, I hope he didn't get reincarn- reincarnated. Mm-hmm. I think that wasn't the last straw. He can get reincarnated into that But you don't get no more chances, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <Yeah. laughs> Alright, y'all. We'll be back with our Should This Be a Crime. Should This Be a Crime? One of these days, when I'm be in tune when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> I just be fucking with myself. But, um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. <laughs> he had a song with T Pain apparently. Aaron played a little clip, but it um, wasn't like the most famous song in the world. I don't know, know if it's Mayno or Mino. I don't want to be at top. I life, think it's Mayno. Mayno, I'm just gonna okay. <laughs> says, uh, according to an interview at Double XL, uh, That he likes to role-play as a runaway slave during sex with white women. Sir! (laughs) Come on! Like, all the progress. (laughs) All the things we did to get here. See, y'all worried about Will Smith slapping a nigga and holding us back, making us look bad. These are the kind of stories you need to be worried about. (laughs) How does a grown man slapping another grown man hold us back at all? If they're just beefing... They was beefing at the Oscars, so they left it at the Oscars. Right, but this man said with his whole chest, yeah, for all the world to know, it gets him off. Like is he is he like is this white woman like helping him like continue on to the north? (laughs) Like, oh, Um, is that what you want? If you because he said he's a runaway slave, he likes to uh, role play as a runaway slave. This one quote says, I like to be a runaway slave. It's so hard for me to read the next line. <laughs> I like to play a disobedient slave with a white woman. I'm going to leave these like pauses to- in because normally I'd be editing the pauses, but just when the pause comes, picture all of our mouths gate. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play like I'm getting whooped, but most of them don't want to play like that. Bitch! You're lying to me! <laughs> oh my what the fuck okay, no, okay, so I know who this is now because he made the high hater song, oh, okay, so yeah, I do know that song, so yeah, but what the fuck, okay, anyway. Apparently, one of the things that the high-hater spitter enjoys <laughs> <laughs> most when engaging in sexual activity is playing out the role of a slave who, after being physically reprimanded by a slave owner, has sexual relations with the said slave owner's wife. So, the domination of the other bitch who live on the plantation that owns you. I guess. Um... It's two of them. It's like me getting whooped, right? Most of them don't want to play like that. They say this nigga's nuts. <laughs> they like, say that. <laughs> I, I would hope not, but they probably do. He probably like that. It's like, listen, you're gonna you're gonna act like your master's wife, and I just got whooped by master for eyeballing you. But the whole time, you really been, <laughs> you really been really, you know, like, you liked it. You really been eyeballing me. It's some freaky shit. Then I'm going to come out all sweaty, just finish getting whooped. And then you say, no, Billy Joe, no, no, Billy Joe, no. This can't be a Master's not going to like it. He's not going to like it. And I'll say, you know you want it, lady. This is a whole script. Billy Joe, that's an name you child. <laughs> I guess that's the slave owner's name. That's oh, Master's name. That's Master's name. Lauren Cho. Okay. Help us. Let's see what the, the direct quotes are, because I got a little clip from the interview. Okay. Heated up. <laughs> And this is why they need to make therapy free for black people. This is why uh, cis men don't need to be on d- no damn podcast. <laughs> hey, is this a podcast? You know it is. Yeah, a, yeah, they, don't, it's they podcast, don't deserve it. Like I think it's like double XXL Radio or something. I don't, don't, I don't know we don't we need to hear with. from y'all because y'all be putting your foots <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> so i like to be like a runaway slave. Okay, now. Man, oh, sh- oh my God. slave with a white woman. So tell me like what you say. Yes, Mason? I was sorry. I'm, I'm it's, it's, two, it's, it's, it's two of them. Like it's like me getting whooped. Right? You get whooped? It's like I like I play like you whip. but most of them don't want to play like that. This is there's a real white like, woman goes along with this. They don't want to play like that. Okay. Know, this is my friend it's like listen <laughs> you're gonna act like your master's your your master's uh, horse, uh, wife, wife. And, I'm the one and I just good. got booked by massa for I eyeballing me. Oh. But the whole time you've been really, you know, you've been okay, it, right? the eyeballing me. I, I like to be like a one way slave. Okay, then. Okay, I can't. I, I, like I just. I can't. I can't even. I can't. His face was so straight the whole time. Because he was dead ass serious. He was. He was. <laughs> wow. Does he not? I can't. And these be the same niggas who will say some shit like, oh, niggas not supposed to be having sex with other men or, you know, will, like, try to, like, disqualify the identities of trans folks Mm -hmm. and non binary folks. But (laughs) but y'all think this shit is legit? You think that's cool? Supposedly he later (laughs) said it was a joke, but I feel like this is because he got... (laughs) No, that's, that's not, not drag, not that a shitty ass joke. It's not funny either way. Anyway, right. he's trying to backpedal. You know, he's dead, he's dead ass trying to backpedal. Cause like, okay, if you if it really was a joke, and you said some shit like that to one of y'all friends when y'all was joking, okay, ha ha ha, and then keep it moving. You said that on a national platform. Uh, Angela Yee, she's right. a, she's a host on the Breakfast Club. Niggas are definitely gonna hear that shit. And these platforms are too visible to white people for y'all to be saying some shit like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know niggas gonna take it and run. Like, yep. oh my god. And some white bitch is gonna hear that shit and gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> <laughs> I try hope it. the fuck you do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like a fucking trying that shit. Oh my god. No. I, I am. Even when it comes to the conversation around like kink shaming, it's just certain shit to me that I just don't understand. See, I, talking about kinks and porn and things like that is really difficult because like the kink community like there are conversations that have been that are being had intracommunally, but like the, they we're not having the broader conversations because it does make people uncomfortable. Mm. But there are some things that are just not okay. Yeah, and for me, this is one of them. Like yeah. human trafficking and forced labor. Yeah, playing out the like sexualized racial trauma mm-hmm. of like. Every single black person's like grandparents. Yeah. How is that? That's right. How does that's that get sexy. you? <laughs> that gets you hard. Exactly. Yeah. That makes you want to fuck. And so, if, and, <laughs> and if he was a slave for real, like if that shit, if that shit came back right now, would that turn you on to like conquer master by fucking his wife? Like that's weird. That is. Yes. That's like misogyny maximum. Like that's, yeah. that's premium misogyny. Not premium. <laughs> Like, Ooh, yeah yikes. um Ooh. I say Gulag I say straight to the straight to the guillotine. we still haven't uh-huh. come up with our uh, our rubric <laughs> oh, our we, we need good. to come up with our uh, scale <laughs> help us out y'all write in our Instagram comments or something we should be on our should this be a to 75 to life of, with therapy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I need him to, to to read some books. And learn some yeah. things and the dangers of fetishizing white women. Mm-hmm. And, and what the fuck? Actually, like, I wonder how many more black men want that. Like, how many more? How many more of y'all actually do? Like, right? That's why. Because like that? uh, even if he is playing, there are niggas out there that do think very like, much yeah. like that, and you're and playing into that. Yeah, I'm wondering how many like black men, black men that have sex with white women, like, in a white woman says like the n word or like says something. Do they really like? do they really like say don't no. say that or like leave no. or do they just no you know they don't no <laughs> no they, they don't. fucking don't Charlie gambino said that shit made him come harder than um that he ever you never seen that stand-up special no oh, i don't no. watch okay. I uh, his stand-up up. i used to watch all his stand-up everything i used to be obsessed with him I like it was on tumblr for a while it like, was around for a very long time yeah. that clip, wait, the round wait he's married to a white woman right yes, yes. And that's a whole other conversation because he was doing, he was doing interviews talking about some, oh, if I was to get married to somebody, uh, they have to be like such and such because I want my wife to be able to be racist with me. You know, like basically saying like, it's, I got to marry a black woman, so I mm-hmm. can like, talk shit about wife and then. Full on Mary right? Mm-hmm. And then just recently did a verse on um, Milano's new album. Mm-hmm. I say Milano's new album, okay, because that's her name. Fuck it. <laughs> and um, uh, apparently, I'm gonna say this because I haven't heard the verse myself, but I did uh, hear from like a whole bunch of people who was doing uh, album reviews. That one of the lines was like, um, I hit the lotto and married like. A mulatto, and now my kids mulatto, or something like that. Or like I hit the lotto and married white woman, now my kids. Mulatto. Oh no, I gotta Google this. No, uh-uh. <laughs> did, did did she, she keep her? that on her song? I think so. It, it, Which it was, it, exactly the I'm bitch like, changed her name for right? Like, but she didn't even change her name; she shortened it. We yeah. know what it stands for. Exactly, and she didn't even change the A to a O old like lottery. She was just like then um, Maybe that can. It, get her to understand it a little bit more why everybody doesn't like her name. No. And this is the thing. This is my thing with everybody who is this type of person. She doesn't not understand. She does not care. Yeah. She doesn't care. She just does not care. So there's nothing we can do to get her to care because Mm -hmm. she understands hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have educated her repeatedly. She gets it. She knows. Yeah. She refuses to change her name. And what makes me so mad is like shit like this doesn't stay on the chitlin circuit. If it did, I wouldn't care. Like I I, I honestly wouldn't care. I mean it would still be fucked up and mm-hmm. it's still like it's still messed up when black men like, you know, repeat this type of rhetoric or whatever. But like this isn't on some podcast that like, I don't know that gets, I don't know, produced by Zeus or some shit like that, and then niggas made fun of it and then moved on. This is, like, reinforcing a whole stereotype about black men. It's embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. Right. Y'all already know for being obsessed with white women and being color-struck and, like, actually, like, I don't know, it's, like, being, like, self-hating, like, <laughs> and then and then this. Like, no, that shit's not funny. That shit's not fucking funny. Also, made Nobody said your name for like 10 years. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he knew this shit would go viral. Yeah, you're right. He was like, I haven't made a song in 15 years. Let me say some off-the-wall shit. It's probably true. But he said it in public so people would start talking about him. Some white bitch somewhere is going to try it and then be like, well, Mayno said it. <laughs> 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 it's funny, i like like, who no like that? Childish can be no said. Uh, no, Gross. Yeah, no. Mm-mm yeah solitary confinement with therapy and a professional hugger because you obviously (laughs) right and you're not allowed to go on anybody else's podcast at all you're not allowed to be with any black woman no (laughs) that's a crime by itself all these all these things get on podcast saying all this wild shit like it's it's like a virus yeah and where to get all these money for these good-ass microphones get them to us (laughs) y'all deserve that shit Ooh. he must mm-hmm. have an album or an ep or something dropping soon but it was on uh I'm, i meant to say it's on angela yee's platform which like makes me count up does she do her own podcast now so in addition it's called yeah it's called angela yee's lip service podcast and it just dropped like yesterday i don't know yeah, a whole lot about it. her but i've always just written off everybody that does the breakfast yeah concert, i was so, saying i would yeah. not be listening but it's yeah. nice to know i guess yeah And they mainly on the breakfast club. It's weird that she would like I don't know. It's weird that she would be like that because on the breakfast club they really be playing her to the left. Like she's not one of the main interviewers. Like she she be saying stuff, but like the main people who be interviewing is like um, she's just doing diversity check. I personally think so, which is why it's necessary for her to have her own podcast now. Because if she was really getting airtime on the Breakfast Club like that, why would she need her own solo project? True. Like it really be all the clips that go viral, all the like publicity that they get. It's always like Charlamagne Mm -hmm. that's doing like the interviews or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're a woman, you're a woman of color. I don't know if she identifies as black or not. I don't know what she got going on. But then still, like, why would you allow this bullshit to happen just so you can go viral? Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the whole business, though. Yeah, of like social media and podcasts is like trying to either go viral through something that like actually takes talent and creativity, or just like outrage. You know, mm-hmm. like when uh, Forever Twenty One released that food ad with the two white girls. They knew, y'all knew, y'all yeah. knew, and that's why I was like, I'm not even gonna engage this. I'm not gonna retweet it with my outrage. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feed into this because y'all knew what the fuck y'all was doing. Oh, it's called for us by us. Who's the us, <laughs> niggers? Like, why are these white girls right here? It wasn't Black History Month when they did it. Like, come oh on. my I'm god, not doing yes, I forgot no. about that. <laughs> it feels like it feels like it literally just happened two weeks ago. Yeah, like, nope. that was Black History Month. Fuck. I'm not doing this, with y'all. Like, and I'm like, by who? <laughs> Oh. Was it? I didn't see it. Is this what you're talking about? Uh-uh. So Definitely. no, they didn't have no niggas in the. Yeah, like the two white girls. Oh, like, this. yeah Yeah, looks like that. Yeah, and I feel like they led with that, and then they put the rest of them out to kind of. But even mm. then, like, why do y'all? So the creator of Fubu signed off on that. Well, so the creator of Fubu. Fubu well, I said Fubu. The <laughs> creator of Fubu Ben sold the company when I was like in middle school. Okay. Because I remember niggas like acted up about that, and they said some anti-Semitic shit. No, um, yes. yeah, I'm not even gonna repeat okay but um but they was mad because like the company had got sold or whatever and now it's like back and i'm just like but i've seen i've seen more black centered ads around it so i feel like they led with the white one to get like that out outrage attention. Attention, mm-hmm. out attention and so now people are like oh okay they bring the niggas into the phone okay cool cool they're doing something cool right like they got a they got I mean, a smart marketing work, team it, yeah it works they got a smart marketing team behind them but yeah and the thing is like nobody's gonna hold this against men in the long term. Black men don't get canceled really for real. Like they really don't. Men in general don't. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if he really is dropping new music soon or, or coming out with a streaming show on Zeus or whatever, like this isn't gonna harm that. Now we are literally talking about him, which was probably the main goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Great <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, That's all I gotta say about it. Right, Ooh, my yeah, it is a yeah, that's for <laughs> We'll see what happens next week. We'll give y'all some updates if he recants his statement or doubles down. We'll right. See. So, yeah. Well, thank y'all for listening. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Little hiatus. Yeah. We're back now. And thank y'all for holding it down, listening to um, our old episodes last week. I was like, they're still jumping. <laughs> <Okay>, thank <Right. dude. laughs> you. Y'all still out here. Right. Following <laughs> us on Instagram and stuff. Right. Speaking of, you can find us on... Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, at Ina Pod or at Iana Podcast on everything but Twitter. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, you can And you can always email us at ionakilla at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, join the Facebook discussion group. Yeah, yeah. I'm funny as fuck. i was looking at the, the, we've, been, uh, we've been getting some stuff. Yeah, little mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh, questions. questions. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, thanks, y'all. See y'all soon. Well, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>